The world around us is changing rapidly, and your job as a fundraiser or nonprofit marketer is evolving with it. We're Pursuant. We're built by fundraisers for fundraisers, and we've been in your shoes. So we want to bring you tips and tools that you can use to meet you where you are in your current reality and help you go beyond to where you really want to go. You're tuned in to a Pursuant listening experience. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Taylor Shanklin with Pursuant. I am super pumped today about a conversation we're going to have here on gratitude with my good friend, Dave Lynn. Hey, Dave. Howdy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Happy Friday. We're recording this on a Friday. Why did we do this to ourselves? (laughs) (laughs) In the afternoon, all that. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So, hey, Dave, will you uh, just give yourself a quick introduction to our listeners? Tell them a little bit about who you are and what you're about. Sure. So I'm a co-founder and CEO of the Generosity Series. It's a a series of multi-charity 5K run walks. It's a peer-to-peer platform where we sort of crowdsource charities into an event so that they'll get a bigger event or more robust event. They'll do better fundraising than they'll do if they just have a standalone event and more affordable and we can sort of build a generous community. Uh, So we do that now in, in nine different locations throughout the country and growing and, uh, so you and I, I think we met a couple of years ago at a conference and um, became fast friends. And something that I think is a really interesting topic that you have been sharing and, and doing workshops on a lot lately is the idea of gratitude. And you lead a gratitude workshop. And I think this topic is so interesting in our sector because it's something that that can apply to anyone, right? And I like how you speak at it at that broad level, but it touches the nonprofit sector in so many ways as well. So tell me a little bit about what the Gratitude Workshop is and your interest in gratitude and what you're doing to spread gratitude. Sure. So I, I think originally the impetus was very directed to the industry. I was thinking at a certain point in time about, you know, stewardship and thanking and giving gratitude to donors. Uh, and as I was sort of studying and developing some, some material for that, I started thinking more about, you know, it's more about first becoming the type of person in your, in your, real, in your own life, in your personal life that uh, expresses gratitude. Uh, so when I started working on these, these workshops, I, built the idea from how do we ourselves become more grateful and, you know, starting from, you know, realizing the importance of gratitude. I think most of us know gratitude is a good thing. It's one of those things you really don't have to explain to people, but there are so many other benefits in our personal lives and there are physical benefits, there are psychological benefits, emotional benefits. A lot of studies, you know, serious medical studies that show that people who express gratitude, you know, actually have, you could have lower uh, blood pressure, for example, um, and are more resilient and all these other things. And I said, like, this is something that's so good for us just for ourselves to start with. And of course, the people that we do express gratitude to. So I started with that, like, how do we become more grateful? How do we start recognizing things that, that should, you know, have our gratitude and people that deserve our gratitude? And then once we work on ourselves, then we can bring that into the into, to the workplace. And 
because, you know, I always say in the beginning of my workshop, we're not two people, right? We can't, you can't fake gratitude, I don't think, very well, right? It comes across. Uh, so you have to become grateful in your own personal life before you bring it into your uh, professional life. And especially in the, in the nonprofit space, uh, on two levels, one with our donors, with our supporters, but with our coworkers, with the people that are working for us. If we're not expressing gratitude and they're not expressing gratitude to us, it's just like, who wants to work there, right? And, and you know, we have enough problems with turnover and stress and things like that, that if we can bring this level of gratitude to the workplace, it's just, it's a win-win. I love, I love this on a couple of levels because like you said, like, I love that you talk about how you're not two people. It's so true. It's like sometimes we think of ourselves as like, well, this is my work self and this is my fundraiser self and this is my, you know, how I am with my family but and my friends. But like you're the same person everywhere. So I think that this idea of practicing gratitude and then seeing how like you'll feel better from doing that and that will affect the culture within your organization. And then that can have a ripple effect on how you express gratitude to your donors and your event participants and, and volunteers and advocates and all of that. How have you seen this sort of work successfully with nonprofits sort of starting in that workplace culture of gratitude right. and then so, flowing out from there? So when we do the workshops, um, very often we'll get uh, people on the executive level, which is what, really what we want because we say that gratitude has got to be top down. It has to start from the top. You have to set the culture. They have to see. They're modeling your behavior. So they have to see that this is the place where you do express gratitude. So we can get them tapped in and we get them showing gratitude. Uh, then that's, that's where it starts. So we're happy when we have those sort of upper level management people at the workshops. And what we do, one of the things we do at the workshop is we actually – we make people at the end write a gratitude letter. We bring stationery, we bring pens, we bring stamps. We don't want excuses. We actually, if they're comfortable with it, we take the letters with us and we put them in the mailbox to make sure they go out. Um, and because you could tell, you could see it in the room, and we get the feedback, but you could see it, that gratitude is something that feels good to give, not just to get. It feels very good to give. And there's tremendous studies on that as well. So we feel like if those people... You know, they're interacting in the workshop and they maybe understand it, but when they actually practice it and they feel good about it, okay, I'm going to do that now in, in the office. And then, so we, we, we do say that it starts from the top down, but then we say it has to also be bottom up because you have to show gratitude to every single person in the office. You know, we, we focus on, I, I, I teach uh, college and we actually, uh, I teach early in the morning, 7.45 in the morning. And I get there maybe 7.30 in the morning on a weekday. And there are people, the janitorial staff, they've been there since like 6.45. They're mopping the floors. They're cleaning the rooms. And they sort of go unnoticed. Number one, there's no one usually there when they're there. Um, so we made a little party for them. And I told my, my students, I said, you know what? These people are part of our educational process. They're making sure our rooms are clean. They're making sure we're comfortable and the things that we need are, are here. And they overlook, so let's show some gratitude. So just a coffee and donuts and stuff. And we told them we had an issue that needed to be addressed. And they came in, and we just said, thank you so much. And we showed our gratitude to them. And I feel it's very important to, and that's one of the things I think that 
that gratitude does is when you start developing sort of your gratitude muscle, you start seeing it in every place that you are. Like anything else, right? When you start focusing on something, then you start seeing it. I forget there's a principle for it. You know, that where you buy a car and then all of a sudden you realize that everybody has that car, but really they already had them. Yeah. But, you know, you're sort of focused on it. So it's the same thing with gratitude. Uh, once you start honing in on it, you'll see all these places to express gratitude. So, like I say, it starts at the top, but then you also have to go all the way down to the bottom. And when you get those two things happening at the same time, that starts building the culture. One of the other things we push on the, on the cultural side is not everybody expresses gratitude in the same way, and not everybody's comfortable with expressing gratitude in the same way. So a lot of there's a company that I consulted for that they they do like a meeting every Friday and everybody goes around the room and has to express their gratitude. But I noticed that not everybody's comfortable with that, right? Not everybody's a public speaker, not everybody. And sometimes you don't feel like you had anything to be grateful for, but you got to make something up because everybody's doing it, right? So, uh, so one of the things that we push is like to create different ways so that people can find what's comfortable for them to give gratitude. So when, I think when we have those things going on, the leadership is involved, we're looking in all different places for it, and we're giving people different opportunities to express their gratitude, it starts to take hold. Yeah. And I think it's important. I was just at a conference this week and was listening to um, a speaker talk a lot about sort of workplace culture and, um, and that turnover is something that everyone, you know, it was mentioned and then everyone in the room sighed, yeah. I, you know, like, Oh yeah, God, it's so bad. Right. Like the turnover, it's hard to, hard to keep good people. Um, I think that that's one of the things that's interesting about bringing that gratitude in to the culture first to to help retain your your employees and and your team and to make people that's really a good point because yeah. if you think about it most people are not in the nonprofit world for the big bucks right yeah. so they're not always necessarily being as well compensated as maybe they need um, or deserve but a lot of people with passion will stay somewhere or with intangible things and gratitude being one of them. If you have to come to work every day and it's miserable or you feel unappreciated, it's, it's a big problem. It's the same thing with relationships, right? The, the biggest, let's say one of the top things for, for divorces, there's like infidelity and there's finances and then there's just not feeling that you're appreciated, right? It's the same thing. You go to work and you just, you do a good job and you work hard and nobody acknowledges it and nobody appreciates you. Maybe your friend does, but like your boss doesn't or, or some other coworker. Um, these intangible things are what will slow down the rate of a turnover because people want to stay places where they're happy, right? Because it's a risk to go somewhere else where I might not be appreciated. Of course, you need to be able to pay the bills also, a whole other discussion. But, but these intangible things like showing gratitude and the culture of gratitude could, I think, help stem some of the tide of, of rapid turnover. Yeah, well, I was thinking about this a little bit as you and I were kind of talking offline and um, was thinking about the fact that, you know, I think a lot of times people maybe think that they are expressing appreciation for people around them, or, or maybe they're not just not even thinking about it, but they're not even aware that they need to express that appreciation. And it's like, you know, when you're thinking about someone on your team who's maybe been working really hard on something, um, they might just need to hear that like, hey, great job. And it's so simple to say great job. But yeah. if you don't say it to them, they might in 
you never know how people internalize things. They might think like, geez, I never got a great job on this. Did they think I did a bad job? And then they start doubting themselves, right? So I think that's something where bringing like a regular practice of gratitude into the culture is so cool. And that's why I like, you know, that you have this as something that you talk about and work with leaders on. Yeah, I think, I think the, the word you use in the practice is it's a good word. It's like, it, it sort of has to be, I mean, gratitude should also be spontaneous, of course. But, you know, like there are people um, that I know very well that every day, the first 15 minutes of their day, the work day, they sit down and they write letters, right? And that's their time frame and that's when they do it. I do it a lot when I travel. I mean, you travel a bunch. I travel, I bring stationary and stamps with me. And if I'm on the plane, or if I'm on, you know, the train or just downtime somewhere, I'll bang out a letter or two. Um, and not just professionally, you know, it send one to my mother, you know, I'm in, you know, Los Angeles and I'm thinking about you. That's like, wow, you know, and, and same thing with donors, you know, if, you know, oh, I was in, if you, something that relates, I, I, you know, we have uh, somebody that works for us that, that it's a car race. Literally, it's like a you know semi-pro car racer. So I was like, no, I just passed Daytona. So I was thinking about you, and I remembered what a great job you did on this, and send that letter from Daytona. That's meaningful, right? So you have to have the sort of set times. Is great. You're right. You have to have like a practice of doing this and thinking about it. Right? And there's sort of two levels. You have to start seeing where people need it and where you need to show it, and then sort of develop that practice of doing. You know, they use the term gratitude attitude. You know, oh, I bet it's you know cutesy, but it's true. You need to have sort of built that in somewhere into your personal and professional life. Okay, I'm totally going to steal that thing. That's a great thing, trick. Like I like that yeah. you take your stationery with you, and it's like because I don't know about you, but every time I try to get on the plane, Wi-Fi now, like that Wi-Fi, right. it never works. Right. So just you something, gonna, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. So, okay, everybody who's listening, yeah, traveling, you take your stationery, use that as a time to... Send my mother a letter. Yeah, send Dave's <laughs> mother a letter, send my mother a letter. Um, One of the things I end up doing also is usually, hopefully, when, since I have the stationery, um, I try to make a point of always tipping the, the people in, that clean the rooms and in, in the hotels, because they're also overlooked. So now I start writing them letters also, and I leave them a letter with it. You know, I'm never going to see them. They might not have ever seen me. But number one, it's, you know, in a selfish way, it does feel great to do it. And it's certainly great to just put gratitude out in the world, even if the person's never going to come back and say to you, hey, thanks for your letter. You know, and I usually tell them, like, you know, I appreciate it. I hope I wasn't too much of a slob. And, you know, I do appreciate your hard work that you do for us. You make my stay, you know, I'm a busy person. You make my stay much easier. Thank you so much. And I and leave a tip. And just like, it's a good feeling, you know, and, and they deserve it. Yeah. They go under. No, I love it. Hey, we, we are in a sector where it's like, yeah, people are driven by the feels, you know? So if it's something again, and, and you hit on this early and I really like that you did, you know, people don't get into nonprofit work for the money, but they give it in for the passion and the feels and bringing this into the culture is a way where you can reward and like pay people in the feels, you know, the good feels and and that is something that really goes goes a long way. And I, I think that it really is. It's like the culture starts from within and it it you know trickles out. And so that's why I think it's so cool the idea of bringing that in and really practicing gratitude within your organization 
and seeing how that will trickle out into stewardship efforts, which are something that are often put on the back burner for, for organizations, right? Because there's a focus on acquisition. We've got to hit these numbers, but that gratitude and that stewardship is something that really could trickle out from that being a base of the culture. Well, Hey Dave, any, um, to wrap it up, do you have like a favorite gratitude story? Um, uh, of yours where someone expressed gratitude to you in a really cool way? I, I, I do have a tons of them. Um, <laughs> short on time. I give you one that's, that's very, very quick um, that I thought was great. Uh, I was, I was uh, taking my uh, grandson for a walk and uh, he's really into like trucks and stuff, like a two-year-old boy. And there was a, there was like a cherry picker across the street from the house doing something in the wires or the trees. I don't even know what. So he's going to really like this. So I start walking him over. And as I'm walking over, there's this woman with her son around the same age, maybe two years old, walking out of her house. And she walks past this guy who was working there. And she goes, hey, thanks a lot. And he goes, for what? She goes, for whatever it is you guys are doing. You know, it's like, I call that my thanks for nothing story. But he's like, <laughs> he's just looking at, you know, she knows somewhere that's helping her. She lives yeah. on the street, making it prettier. Are they making the wise safer? She didn't even know, but she realized this guy's doing something that's benefiting her. I was just like, wow, this is someone who really has the, the, you know, the gratitude attitude. And it's just like, if you go out with that type of an attitude, sort of looking for places to give gratitude, you're going to be good. I love it. I love it. Hey, thanks for being on the show. Uh, this has been a good conversation and I appreciate the the gratitude that you express. I often see you like posting on LinkedIn, like, Hey, I'm grateful for this person. And, and I love it. It's always uh, really nice to see and, you know, helps me get my day off uh, on the right track sometimes when I, when I in the mornings. <laughs> well, I appreciate the time and grateful for our relationship and, this amazing podcast, which I've been starting to listen to. And, and, uh, well, hey, uh, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they? How can they find you on the interwebs? So, email Dave at generosityseries.com or look me up on LinkedIn. My last name is Lynn L I N N. Also, generosity. We're at generosity P to P on all uh, P, the number two, the letter P on all uh, internet type social things like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Generosity P, the number two, the letter P. Cool. Hey, thanks, Dave. Have a excellent Friday afternoon. And thanks to everyone for tuning in. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in with us. Be sure to check out all of the latest and greatest Pursuant resources at Pursuant.com or drop us a line at info at Pursuant.com.